You're listening to Bano Leakage, episode 93, A Ban on Muslims. All right, uh, let's uh, let's do this here. So we have, um, uh, let's see here, uh, this is our second uh, single topic episode. So get about 10 of them in and I'll, you know, kind of reach out to people and see how they like it. Um, so uh, the first 14 days of a Trump administration. So this uh, ex- this topic this week, the executive order out of the many he signed, of a seven-country band is one of the worst. Yeah, so, so yeah, so let's, uh, let's start the news! So, on Friday, January 27th, uh, one of many Trump's executive orders, uh, the, this one, in my opinion, takes the cake. So, uh, his executive order was to ban incoming people from seven countries. Okay, so let's see here. Seven countries, uh, they, uh, the president's order uh, happened on, January, like I said, Friday, January 27th at 4.42 p.m. Pretty exact there. Suspended entry of all refugees to the United States for 120 days, barred Syrian refugees indefinitely, and blocked entry in, into the United States for 90 days for citizens of seven predominantly Muslim countries, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. Yeah, so 90 days, 120 days to all refugees and indefinitely to anyone from, from Syria. So... So predominantly Muslim, you know, so I've had some people that have told me they're like, it's not a Muslim ban. It's it's not a Muslim ban. ban. And I'm like, well, if it's not, why did the president call it that? Why did the, the why did uh, press secretary Sean Spicer call it that? Now, they're both of them are trying to defend their actions because they're saying that the media called it that. Well, before, you know, when the president talked about this before, you know, there, there's been different uh, leaks and things like that, uh, you know, verified leaks at, at that, that, uh, you know, he was asking people to call it a Muslim ban. Ru- Rudy Giuliani, former New York mayor and now total douchebag, is was was talking about a Muslim ban, how the president asked him, how can we ban Muslims? You know, I mean... So let, let's stop pretending, let's stop defending these people and really call it what it really is, a ban on Muslims coming into the United States. You know, it's, 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 it's not, you know, a lot of people automatically, re, you know, refer to Muslims or, or when they see Muslim or hear about Muslims, you know, they think terrorist, you know, which is not true, you know. There's other people that commit terrorist activities that are not Muslim. There are the majority of Muslims, 95-plus percent, 98 percent, you know, that have not been radicalized and joined groups like ISIS or al-Qaeda. So the Muslim, you know, the Islam and Muslim is a peaceful, they're, they're peaceful people. They're, it's a, Islam's a peaceful religion. People distort it, you know. Same with Christianity. You know, Christianity in its basic tenets is a you know, a not 
you treat people with kindness. You treat people decently. You, 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 you go about your life in an honest way. You know, people use Christian religion. You know, there's, there's, there's people that are like that. You know, you don't trash everyone else. And, you know, and I doubt seriously that anyone would, you know, even suggest that Christianity would be, you know, oh my gosh, but they're so quick to do it with Muslims. Like, don't single it out. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna play the religion card, at least treat all religions with some type of respect. You know, and and stop labeling people. So this uh, so this uh, Muslim ban, and I'm gonna that's exactly what I'm gonna call it. Um, Department of Homeland Security said that the order also barred green card holders from those countries from re-entering the United States. So you know, this is not just a it, it's just a half shod thing, but as people on the right have have noted, note, have have noted, you know, this did start with with President Obama. Okay, so back uh, so uh, back in March first of two thousand eleven, uh, the visa waiver program is what it was called. Uh, uh, not applied to dual nationals of these countries. So there there's seven countries. It started. It uh, started with just a few, so uh, the Department of Homeland Security continues to consult, uh, you know, f from that time, uh, you know, starting March 1st. Um, th there were issues. Uh, the issues stemmed from what we now uh, have, or I should say what the what the Trump administration has dubbed uh, the, the Bowling Green Massacre. Okay, Bowling Green, Kentucky, there were Ira Iraqi uh, nationals who did not commit any terrorist crimes, but it caused a concern. So March 1st, 2011, that concern, you know, had barred countries, you know. So uh, in 2015, the Visa Waiver Program Investment and Terrorist Travel Prevention Act, boy, there's a long word. So uh, these seven countries uh, have added, uh, uh, they added uh, Libya, Somalia, and Yemen to uh, uh, let's see here, to, uh, to uh, Syria, uh, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. So, so of these countries here, just looking at my notes here, um, Iran, Iraq, Sudan were... The country or the countries that were added to that uh, at the time uh, in 2011, and then they added Libya, Somalia, and Yemen. So uh, in 2015, uh, so th this, the article I'm reading from is directly from the Department of Homeland Security. It, uh, it's titled DH, uh, "DHS Department of Homeland Security Announces Further Travel Restrictions." So, so. The, the key word here is travel restrictions, you know, so going back to the Trump people, they're like, well, Obama started this ban, you know, and we're just finishing it. It's like, well, first off, Obama didn't, you know, when, when this was set up, there was no ban. It's a travel restriction. What it did is it added extra layers of, you know, of screening and, and uh, you know, just to ensure the people that are coming from these countries, you know, we're not terrorists. Okay. Don't really have a problem with you know intense screening or, or other types of things, a complete ban, you know no there was no ban you know so so yes they did take this as a uh, template if you will uh, for how for what they wanted to do with this uh, with the Muslim ban, 
uh, executive order that uh, President Trump signed. So it's it's really just frustrating to find out that they can twist things their way to do this. It's just insane. So so let's uh, so what happened after this. Uh, after this Muslim ban went into effect, is there was airport insanity, you know? People coming to the airport that were expected, that were already approved to come into the airport, uh, visa uh, holders, green card holders, uh, you know, refugees that we had promised to come into this country, not able to come in. They were stopped and a lot sent back. According to Trump, there was about 109 people uh, that were delayed and, and, you know, and, you know, denied entry. So that number is completely false. You know, I mean, they, they've underestimated this by thousands. I mean, a lot of people, and you, you, I mean, you, there's many stories, you know, you just Google Muslim ban airport, uh, delays or denied entry, you know, and, and you'll find many stories of people that are, allowed to live in this country, they live and work in this country, they have a green card, they have a visa, you know, and they've spent time here, they've gotten degrees here at various universities and colleges, um, they're, you know, they, they hold down full-time jobs, they have families here, and they're all being denied, you know, and and it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, they, they say the few people were, were harmed by this, and that's just a load of crap, not just a few people, you know. It, it's obviously very poorly planned, rolled out to where it was not, you know, the people scrambling. Um, thank goodness for lawyers who offered their service pro bono, went to the airports to try and help these people. So, so anyway, they have, um, fast forward to uh, a week later on Friday the 29th, uh, Seattle judge, uh, Judge Robart, uh, found that this order of Muslim ban, the executive order that Trump signed, was not valid, and it, and it created harm to people. And so he is a federal judge he, uh, who was actually put in place by George W. Bush, uh, a Republican, and uh, de- basically put a stay on this, you know, and said, nope, this is not right. And so since that time, uh, today is uh, Thursday, you know, it's, uh, six days later, uh, the, the Justice Department has gone back and forth. There's a legal thing, and we're, we're expecting a, uh, a decision here soon uh, out of the uh, Ninth Circuit Court, Court of Appeals out of San Francisco. So it's a three-judge court, and they've gone back and forth so far. So, you know, the thing that really gets me about this is all these things are just court, tied up in court, the legalese and everything like that. You know, yes, there's a lot of details, uh, but... Why couldn't they've just thought this thing through instead of just making a brash decision a week after Trump's in office? Like, well, Obama didn't do it, you know. I mean, basically blaming Obama for not banning people coming into the countries, uh, into this country, um, and then they totally messed it all up. I mean, to to be able to have this information to them that they should have vetted, they should have went through proper channels, that they should have went through everywhere. But they didn't. It, they just they, they dug up what they found, to, you know, and, and Trump supporters are just, you know, hey, it's not a Muslim ban. Who cares? We're preventing terrorism. Completely ignoring the fact that we have a lot of terrorist activities by people that are legal residents here of the United States. So, um, 
yeah, that that one kind of goes under the radar with those people. You know, they're like, oh, you know, you're saying that our own people is like, hmm, yeah. A good 40 or so activities that have happened over the last many years, you know, that are easily looked up. And you can, you know, you, you can find the information and it's not fake news. You know, <laughs> it's real events that happen, you know. Um, you know, San Bernardino, um, uh, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Sandy Hook. I mean, all these are considered terrorist activities because someone planned and and killed multiple people due to, you know, whatever got in their head, you know. So the last uh, thing I want to go over here is that, uh, you know, the countries, uh, the, the seven countries are banned. There has been uh, no terrorist attacks from any of these countries. All of the terrorist attacks that happened, including those on 9-11, happened in other countries, which conveniently are left off this list of seven countries, you know. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, uh, I mean, you know, all these different places that we have had terrorist activity actually on U.S. soil hasn't didn't happen in these seven countries. Pretty... You know, you think about that for a minute. You know, if we're, if we're trying to fight terrorism, don't you think we would maybe add the countries, you know, if, if they want to ban people coming in from countries, from those countries that had actual terrorist activity that happened, you know? I mean, seems logical to me. I mean, I'm, I'm against banning travel on any level, but if you're going to do it, at least, you know, have some type of defense that, like, well... These terrorists from these countries uh, that we, when we were hit on 9-11 happened here, and that's why we're adding these countries to the ban list. Okay, I can disagree to a certain matter, but, you know, at least they did the research. You know, at least the ban is, you know, a, a, you know has some type of logic to it. So, um, yeah. So I'm sure I'll be covering, you know, that this as it on, you know, ongoing. Uh, I'll, I'll be updating the story in a, another podcast as we, um, you know, as we hear more from the uh, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals to see what kind of decision they make. But uh, for now, um, there you have it. There's my thoughts on this Muslim ban and why I think it's horrible. Blanket bans are not effective. Want to leave feedback? Email podcast at banalleakage.com. Thank you for listening, and as always, if you can't be specific, just be random.